So I sold a unit to an upscale builder that builds nothing but luxury homes. He could have went conventional for $9,000. He bought the unit for me for $19,000. And he calls me up and says, Phil, where's my unit? I go, Mr. Hatch, what are you talking about? He says, where's my unit? I said, I don't know what you're talking about. He says, it's not here. I said, Mr. Hatch, I'm the second person on the planet that wants you to have that unit installed because I don't want to sell one unit to you. I want to sell a unit every time you build a house. Let me grab my field manager. Are you at the job site? He goes, yeah. I said, let me grab my field manager and we will drive out to your job site right now. Boom. I go, Dave, get in the car. So we get there and we're there with Mr. Hatch. And Mr. says, what's the problem? And Dave says, oh, Mr. Hatch, we're busy. And Mr. Hatch said, really? He goes, oh, we're busy. Mr. Hatch said, I can help you with that problem. I can cancel my order. I cancel my order. So I can help you with you. If your problem is that you're busy, I can help you cancel my order. And from that moment Hmm. on, I said to myself, unless there's any other way to say it, don't tell anybody you're busy because all you're telling them of whatever you're doing is more important than what you're talking to them about at that particular time. Amen to that, brother. I hope y'all hear that. Tough. Tough, tough, tough. Tough, tough, tough. Well, shout out to all of you for being here. Thank you. I'm going to do my best attempt to give you as much value as possible. Rihanna, you continue to be some other word that's not busy. And Grace and Deanna, Grace and Reggie are on a field trip. So that is something else there. Now, if you're new to this, this is our daily meetings. This is which we literally have these meetings for our company. And this time, I've already had a meeting with Grace and Reggie about, I don't know, 11 o'clock last night. And then I had a good meeting with Deanna this morning. So I get to talk to all of you, tell you what we're doing, and then Deanna will chime in and stuff too. But she's driving and I don't want her to be multitasking. First and foremost, the middle class is the enemy. The enemy of good. No, I already messed it up. The enemy of great is good. That's what Phil says. You are better than the middle. All of you should be fighting for prosperity. So let me say this here in a way that breaks this down extremely understandable. If you are marching, if you're protesting, if you are arguing, if you're posting about some issue, if you're fighting for women's rights, if you're fighting for gay rights, if you're fighting for the right to smoke marijuana, whatever you're fighting for, all those battles are peripheral battles. Now, I don't mean to tell you that your women's rights battles is not, is not important to you. It's still peripheral. I don't mean to tell you that your civil rights battle is not important to you. It is peripheral. There we go. The battle that all of you should be fighting 
is for prosperity. You could do so much more for your women's rights if you were rich. So much more for your civil rights if you were rich. So much more for the fight to this because any fight that you're trying to take on the justice system or whatever that may be is going to cost money. Let me talk to my, my culture real quick. Yes, Jerome, Law, who else? Michelle, Lavon, Charmone, Deanna, before any of your mothers knew you were a boy or a girl, your mother knew you was black. You understand? Wealth is a peripheral battle. I mean, excuse me, wealth is a vertical battle. Any other battle is peripheral. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is extremely important for you all to recognize. So you need to go out there and fight for wealth as much as possible, okay? Fight for wealth as much as possible. I'm trying to help you. Hopefully that helps. Hold on real quick. Now, that being said, what's your fight this week for wealth? What's your fight this week for wealth? That's the question I want you to be thinking about. That is the process I want you to be holding within your head. That's the question I want you to be thinking about. That's the question I want you to be fighting in your head. How are you fighting for wealth this week? Now, that's the theme of this meeting. It's what I want you to get. It's what I want you to understand. It's what I want you to hold on to. How are you fighting for wealth? What does that look like? It looks a certain way online, a certain way offline. It has an infinite possibilities of the way it looks. Your job is to fight for wealth. One more time. Ask yourself how many different tasks that you are doing that has nothing to do with your wealth. Now you see my point. How, you're, how, you, how you do anything is how you do everything, right? Your mindset infiltrates your business's success rate. If you have a middle-class mindset, you have a middle-class business system. All of you ask yourselves, how many tasks have I done since I woke up this morning, brushed my teeth, until now, and none of those things had anything to do with my prosperity? Think about that. And I want to, I want to say, and specifically for this call, I want to say prosperity being wealth. And right now I'm talking about money wealth. Prosperity is wholeness. You can't have a lot of money and poor relationships. Okay, so all this is understood. So I don't want to talk about anything right now but money. How many tasks did you do this morning that was not an income producing task? Look at it. 
I already had this meeting with my team. How many times, how, what have you done today that was not an income producing task? And just, 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 just like, don't answer out loud. Have an internal convicting conversation with yourself. How many times have you done this morning that has nothing to do with your wealth, money? I'm talking about money. And watch this. And then what percentage of your day do you do that? Right. You're on autopilot. You want to get yourself off of autopilot. Just because something is important to someone else does not mean it's important to your supreme destiny. Some of you have to learn how to say no. Yep. Yep. Some of you have to understand that if you're, if you are volunteering for someone else consistently, you are also in their dreams consistently and not your own. Hmm. Hmm. I am attempting to drill into my team's head that wealth is the fight. If I can just consistently get them to have that on their minds every second of every day, they would do 95% less than what they're currently doing. Go ahead, Phil. May I suggest we add one other topic along with wealth? That's fine. Health. What? Well, yes, yes, absolutely health. So we can throw in health too. We can throw in health too. So when it comes to health, let me, I'm going to steer it back to the wealth. Because you can't have wealth without health, right? No sense in getting a lot of money and dying. It's like finding your soulmate after 51 years. You finally get married at, at 52. You did all that living. You found your soulmate and you die the next day. <laughs> when you could have been married for 51 years to your soulmate, right? Or, or maybe 31, because you probably didn't get married at, at six months old. That's probably inappropriate. It's probably inappropriate. Health is important. Wealth is important. Think about this, y'all. Let me... Let me I'm, I'm drilling into my team's head. I'm, I'm pushing into Deanna. Listen, ask yourself, how many tasks have you done today that will not determine anything for your prosperity in the future? Not your sons, not you, not anything. Think about that. And some of you are, some of you are, here's the fun thing. This is why I like communication so much. Because I understand that every time one communicates, that's, that's, every time one communicates, one must always know opposing viewpoints are coming back. If you can't handle opposing viewpoints, you should never develop an argument. And if you can't listen to someone else's opposing viewpoints, then you are just flat out ignorant. It's just, that's just the definition of the word, to be uneducated, uninformed, or unaware. Just flat out. If you think liberals are ruining the world, you're ignorant. If you think conservatives are ruining the world, you're ignorant, right? If you have shut off any other option, 
you're not listening to opposing viewpoints anymore. That's just the way it is. That's that's not that's not me saying that. It's that's just life, right? You can't just say I'm right, Jerome's wrong. At that moment, I am not listening. I am now ignorant. It's just is what it is. So I get by me telling you all that focusing on wealth. I know someone says, well, I am. Got you. So let's discover if you are. All right. By wealth or health and health, excuse me. Does your organization have a sales team that could benefit from enhanced onboarding and training using artificial intelligence? Quotafox helps companies like IBM, Intel, Hewlett-Packard, and Comcast overcome the overwhelming challenge of trying to pick between hundreds of sales initiatives that could increase sales reps' productivity. Whether you're using a sales enablement tool or delivering live workshops, Quotafox will help you rep your sales reps faster using artificial intelligence-powered training tools and coaching. Quotafox offers three core features to sales leaders. One. Pre-built templates, so you don't have to spend time creating learning content. Two, AI bots, to ensure your sales teams can apply what they've learned by role-playing with them and giving them immediate feedback all on their smartphone. And three, dashboards, so you can quantitatively answer the question, are my reps getting better? Learn more by visiting onboardfaster.com. Again, that's onboardfaster.com. O-N-B-O-A-R-D-F-A-S-T-E-R.com. I mean, whatever the future you says is the greatest thing you could ever possibly achieve, whatever that is, success is individualized. Are you doing tasks to support that? Because let me tell y'all, it ain't that many tasks to support that. The wonderful thing is, you know, God loves you so much. All the tasks in your life will work out for your good. That's cool. All of that will work out. Every tear you ever cried, every abuse that ever happened to you, emotionally, spiritually, financially, sexually, all that stuff is going to work out for you. There's no doubt about it. I'm here because of a trash can. No doubt about it. I can tell you all, my team that is extremely successful is still spending most of their days doing things that do not tie directly into prosperity and wealth. Think about that. We're on fire over here and I gotta have that message. What about you and your team? Think about that. Think about that. If I have to motivate you, you're in the wrong industry. If you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you need no motivation. You can't sleep at night when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. You, you, you go to sleep and you say, let me just check one more email. How many of y'all do that? Let me just check one more email, see if I'm famous yet. Let me see, let me see if this... See if this record deal came through or something. I don't know what y'all did, but you get what I'm saying. Let me just check this one more. 
Amen. <laughs> right? And then you go to sleep, and then you wake up at 3 in the morning, two hours later, get up. You ain't did enough. Okay. Let me, right? Let me meditate there. When you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, two things automatically happen. There's more, but there's two things most notably that automatically happens. When Steve is living in Steve genius, Steve don't care nothing about nobody, nobody else about their genius. Steve ain't jealous. Steve don't care. When Steve is 100% happy, everybody else can be 100% happy too. Wouldn't bother Steve. Wouldn't bother him at all. When you're having the best day of your life, you do not care that anyone else just got a million dollars. You don't care. It's the best day of your life. It's actually the best day of your life. I, I'm so glad. You, you, your success is making the best day of my life even better. As a matter of fact, I think because I'm having the best day of my life, that's why you won a lot of them. You better be glad you saw me today. All right? Something like that. Every last thing that you should be doing should be focused on wealth. Now, your business has been alive. It's 8.15 Central Standard Time in the morning. So 0, 8.15 hours in Texas where I'm at. If you're in Central Standard Time, your business has been alive for eight hours and 15 minutes. How many things have you done for the prosperity of your business in all that time? Mm. If you're in the UK, it's sun's going down. Mm -hmm. How many hours you got? That's more than eight hours now, right? You're something that's 16, 17. If you're in India, sun just got up. There's an old man in my neighborhood. This, this is, Texas is funny. We have the old men and fix up cars and stuff that they, they, um, they grew up doing a, they're the, their parents were from the Great Depression. Parents from the Great Depression, which means they don't trust banks to this day. This, 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 you just don't trust banks when your parents are from the Great Depression. And then these are black old men, so they don't trust the government and they don't trust the banks. Okay, <laughs> right? That's, Go ahead. Called, that's called the greatest generation right before the baby boomers. The greatest you had the greatest generation, then you had the baby boomers. So I, didn't, I didn't know that. So the greatest generation, that's their parents. And then for so this baby boomer, the greatest generation, don't trust banks, don't trust the government. Die when when he die, he gonna have ninety nine hundred thousand dollars under his mattress in cash. Yeah, I know some folk like that, mofo that just you know there's money in the TV under the mattress. You go in their house, you know every every time you need something, they got it. This guy told me something one day I'd never forget. Said said, Tony, if you went to sleep broke, you shouldn't have went to sleep. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Now, of course, that'll ruin your health, but there's a point there, okay? There is a point there. The point there is to be focused on income-producing activities, and you are in charge of your wealth. No one else. No one else. No one. Period. It's not going to happen. Do you understand? It's not going to happen. That being said, content.
actions. Here's what I, I know quite a few millionaires. I know two things about millionaires that I should probably write a book about, or maybe Napoleon Hill already put it in a book. For one, millionaires just make extraordinary decisions. They, like, they move from extraordinary decision to extraordinary decision. These little things, they just move from extraordinary decision to extraordinary decision. But millionaires typically are moving from their next best move to the next best move. That's, that's typically. They say no plenty of time, so there's a bonus one. But here's something else. They're just trying to make four, three to four fantastic decisions a day. That's it. Did y'all know that? Most of millionaires I know are just trying to make three to four fantastic decisions a day. Go ahead, Phil. There's a book called The Millionaire Next Door, The Surprising Secrets of America's Wealthy by Tom Stanley. It's a great book. It's a great book. What about it, Phil? Tell us about it. It's a great book. Well, it talks about most millionaires. You don't know they're millionaires because they're smart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You move from three to four major fantastic decisions. So I'm asking you, Jerome, Kiera, I'm asking you, were you focused this morning? I'm not saying you wasn't. I'm not. And the cool thing is, you attracted this conversation, so it meant you was vibrating at making great decisions. Even if you were thinking about it, you vibrating at it because you're having this conversation, right? Like, so, so you're winning regardless. You, you understand? Even if you were unaware that you were vibrating at someone preaching in your ear about making three fantastic decisions, you're still here. So even if you weren't consciously thinking of that, you were vibrating at that. That's why you're in this reality. If not, you would be on another phone call or you would slept late or something, right? You would, the universe would have found somewhere else for you to be. But in all seriousness, you need to make fantastic decisions. Stop trying to make big decisions. Those don't change your life. They don't. Yesterday, I wanted an ice crispy treat, a rice crispy treat. Law, it looked like gold, white sugar gold. I picked it up, Jerome. I ain't gonna lie to you. I picked it up. Boy, let me tell you what I picked the hell up. I picked this thing up. I ain't lying. And I said, I'm not gonna eat this. And th this is what happened. This is what happened. I'm not, I'm not gonna eat this. And my hands opened it anyway. I had no control over it. Literally, it was like, I'm not going to eat this. And as I was saying, eat this, I ripped it that fast. And it ripped without no resistance. And I said to myself, now look at that. Now I'm saying one thing, and my dog on hands is saying the other thing. <laughs> that's, that's what I got. So I set it down. And I said, okay, what just happened? Let me, because I know doggone well I meant what I said. But my actions were more dominant than what I meant. Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
Okay. Go ahead, Law, because I know you're going to lose reception. Go ahead. Go ahead. Come on. You know, the interesting thing about that is I was so excited because I was like, you know what, this is going to be my weekend. It's going to be cookies and cakes and stuff. And I went to the vegan bakery and I got a box of cakes and everything. But the satisfaction wasn't there like how how I want it to be. It just I don't know if it's because, you know, this past land I gave up that. Yep. Gave up sugar, gave up alcohol, and then I just did a juice cleanse about a week ago. So that crave of sugar, even though I want it mentally, it's still not there physically. So I'm just like, oh, I guess I got to let it go. Same thing with me. Same thing with me. I, I ate one yesterday, not yesterday, day before yesterday, and I was like, ugh. So this is the decision. After I ripped it off, I, I, I left it there. And I, I, you know, gave it to one of the boys. They got high metabolism. They can handle it, right? You know, yeah, they they can eat sixteen hot dogs in one sitting. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying. And I thought about it, and I came up with the craziest decision possible. Law, you're gonna love this. It's it's your use. I ordered it from your person. I got this vegan toothpaste, and it doesn't matter. It could just be toothpaste for y'all. I got this vegan toothpaste. Got it from Law. And I said, every single time I want to eat something stupid, I'm gonna go brush my teeth. That's what I said. I said, I'm going to brush my teeth. I did it this morning. I brushed my teeth, and I had this craving. So I went to brush my teeth again. Like, right now, I have an extremely strong taste of toothpaste in my mouth, and no one likes that. But you know what people don't like the most? is eating, t- like, brushing your teeth and then drinking orange juice. Who likes that? Nobody. Nobody. Brushing your teeth and eating sugar nobody likes that toothpaste before you eat anything makes it taste like garbage right and that little bitty decision is has everything to do with my health feel said and prosperity that's where i'm at now i am going to consistently with strong intent brush my teeth so if I eat it, Jerome, I'm going to pay for it. It's going to taste like a sofa couch or something, right? It's going to be nasty. <laughs> it's going to be nasty. Now, apply that to your business. If every time you don't do content, go do something you don't like. Like, punish yourself. Who's that? Oh, go ahead, Carol. Yeah. So, so what? What's actually craving the sugar is is the um, is the bacteria in your gut. Okay. So they're actually actually causing you to want that. They're actually telling you, "Go get that for me," because that's what I want to feed on, and that's why you have that urge that is so strong. So when you have that, you know that there's a lot of bacteria in your gut that needs cleansing. So it's time to really cleanse out that colon and, and you'll start feeling better. And then if you start less sugar, less sugar, less sugar, and less bacteria in the colon that's calling for it, you'll start not to crave it. That makes good sense. Makes, makes good scientific sense. Good thing for me is I got super little sugar in my body, if any now. I used to be strongly addicted to it. But I fooled around on my son's birthday and ate a piece of cake, Jerome. And just like a recovering drug addict, <sighs> right? I missed that. <laughs> yeah, you can get stevia. Uh huh. People on the call, uh, 
to replace the sugar, start replacing with stevia, and then you can get bags of stevia mixed with like monk fruit to um, cook with, like to bake the cake and those sort of things. And the gut health is everything, it's the gut brain connection. Your gut and your brain, that's the connection. So all the bacteria is in the gut and then the brain connection. Um, someone good on gut health is Dr. Josh Axe. And I've been, I met him. I've been following him for years. I get his bone broth. I have containers of that, that, you know, the vanilla you can mix in your coffee and, you know, you can make all kinds of soups and everything with that. But he's the expert on gut health along with many others, Josh Axe, and I believe it's A-X-E. So, you know, if you don't have your health, you know, you have to have your health first. And during this crisis, we have to make sure we take care of our health even more so. Mental health, physical health, all of that, so that we can do the things that you're saying to do. We can do the things that we know we need to do. Um, because when you feel better mentally and physically, then your mind is clear and you're going to produce the things that you need to produce. But amen to that. That's all facts. Focus on all that stuff, mental, physical, all that stuff. I want you to play all, apply all this fantastic knowledge to your business. Seriously, the fight should be for wealth. That's the next course. <laughs> That's the next course. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. It should be, seriously, you need to punish yourself or promote yourself or reward yourself. Whatever works for your vibration, you need to do that. I'll give you another example. I figure, so I typically I eat, I eat once a day and I drink way too much water and just drink, 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 drink. And here's what happens. Sometime at night, since I'm not eating, like Kara said, the gut stuff, my tongue gets all clammy. And I realize, oh, I'm not craving. I want this taste off my tongue. Think about that. So instead of going and wipe it off with sugar, I just, again, just go brush my teeth again. I'm five, six times a day brushing me. I'm going to put it in my mouth until I don't want nothing else. Now, think about this, because I'm not talking about food or toothpaste. I'm talking about your business. Look at how much thought I am putting into doing dumb stuff. Think about that. You should have equal, if not more, thought of doing dumb stuff in your business. What's dumb stuff in your business? Not posting content, not being a personal brand, not shooting that video, not writing that chapter, not putting that book out, not cold calling, not warm calling, not responding to that comment on your page, not posting every day to your social networks. That's all dumb stuff. So the next time, you say to yourself, I know I should make a post today, but 
as soon as you say that, but I want you to focus on wealth and get around that but. Here's a few buts. I know I should put, I'm just going to talk about what bothered me, y'all, when I was trying to build my audience. It's probably going to hit you, but it's just too real for me. I mean, the first thing I said was, well, they're not going to pay attention to me. Mm. Then I said, well, how can I say this? I'm going through a divorce. I mean, y'all did that before. Yeah. Yeah. You knew this was the right thing to say, but you talked yourself out of it because what you was going through. Help me, somebody. All that's dumb stuff. It is. It is. You, you do not look at gold, know it's gold you're about to post, and then look at yourself and think you're any less than that gold you're about to post when the gold flowed from you. Michelle in the chat said, I realize that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I got it. Then it flipped, it flipped, Jerome. Once I got over that, it flipped. Post, and I started looking at them likes. Ooh, I'm talking to somebody. <laughs> I started looking at the likes. And, and I didn't put my self-esteem into the likes. I did something even worse. I put, in my head, my business effectiveness into those likes. That's what I did. That's what I did. Put my business effectiveness into those likes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> See, I ain't the only one. Yeah. I mean, you know, myself saying, I'm, I'm cool. okay, I must not be doing it right. They must not. I'm just making all sorts of stuff up in my head. My business. One like, oh man. Then when I got over that, Jerome. Then I found another way to be dumb because I started to look at how frequent the likes would come in. So if it went an hour with no likes, oh man, I deleted. <laughs> I would, or or I would I would I would text my friends, hey, go like this post for me. You say anything like that, right? Just you know, just all sorts of stuff. Chris put in chat. I just act like Gary V versus Custom V out if I don't post. Yes, yes, Gary V is Custom V out. Yes, you should, you should, you should definitely. Then after I got over the frequency of like this, is what I did, I started a fan page. Simone, I did all the right stuff. I said, you know what? I know I need, a, I know I need a business page. I know I need one. I'm gonna start it, and just like. A small business person, I had these grandiose expectations. I got 5,000 friends. I'm going to invite all my friends and all 5,000. <laughs> Go like my page. Nope, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. And I know I ain't the only one. If I... <laughs> so I was like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Didn't happen. That didn't happen. 45 new likes. All right, all right, 45, that's a good start. Then what I did, I got mad at them friends. But come on, man, we friends and y'all not going, okay, all right. I ain't worried about the algorithm. I ain't worried about somebody logged in or not. I'm making every, please notice everything I've said so far, y'all, ain't got nothing to do with wealth. 
nothing. But it dominated my thoughts and my day. Like, think about this. I am, I am still on the one point. Everything I'm saying so far is not me focused on wealth. It is a peripheral battle. Mm-hmm. I didn't make one phone call worried about them lights. Nope. Didn't try to get me one speaking engagement worried about them lights. Not one. Here's the crazy thing. When I was worried about those likes, all I did was worry about those likes. That's, that's the human brain. When I'm in the middle of this, all I'm doing is the middle of this. I am on the call with y'all right now. I'm not jogging. It's impossible. I, right? I'm not somewhere else. I can't. I can only do what I'm doing right now because the human brain says, this is what you're doing. You got to be present because only the moment is the present. So when I was worried about my business self-worth or all that stuff, I was never worried about prosperity. You getting the point here? Never posting, never calling. I didn't do anything possible. I didn't build no landing pages. I didn't redo no research. How many of y'all, be honest, you don't have to answer out loud, but if you want to, you can. How many of y'all talk yourself out of posting content for any reason? Yep. I can see a few, a few of your faces like, yep. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do it. Post it anyway. Somebody is going to like it. Period. You're a likable person. You actually have people who vibrate at your frequency. You're, you're, think of the worst person on planet Earth, whoever that is. This doesn't matter which. which just think of that. Whoever you think is just should not be, you know what, let's, let's make this more emotionally charged. Let's make this more. Let me, let me offend some of you. Then I know you listening. Think of the worst government leader, past or present, on planet Earth. Worst king. They love Hitler. Oh. <laughs> hey, all right. Hitler, even though Stalin killed way more than Hitler, no doubt, right? Hitler, think about this. Hitler had a fan base. Give me somebody else. Don't matter. Whoever you say, I'm going to say X had a fan base. It's true. Even Judas had a fan base. It's true. Pick somebody. Say Trump, fan base. Say Obama, fan base. No matter what you say, everybody is following somebody. Post your content. There, you already have a fan base. You're not tapping into your fan base because you're talking yourself out of your wealth. Boy, I just made a strong point there, Carol. You're talking yourself out of your wealth. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. So here is what, thank you. Here is what I'm going to do. I have decided 2020, this is, this is crazy, y'all. This is crazy. I've decided, and I want at least one person to steal from me. I decided in 2020, 
I am going to post more content than anyone else on the planet. I have recently decided this decision. I can tell you what I did. I did it, I did it less than 48 hours ago. Less than 48 hours ago. I don't care their budget, Chris. I don't, I don't care their fame. Just pick. Get, I, they can have a million gazillion followers. They would not outwork me. Oh, shucks. All right. I'm not saying nothing else for the rest of this call, but just one point. Forget, I thought, I was hoping y'all would have, mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. It's only, forget, I got other stuff, forget all that. You would not outwork me in 2020. In the hood, they say, I put that on my mama, okay? I don't care who it is. Nobody is going to out-content me in 2020. Now, you're more than welcome to take this challenge and say, I accept that, Antonio. You're not going to outpost me. And I completely understand that. And we're going we gonna to rise each other together. <laughs> you got to say it? No, 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 no. I'm going to try to get close. Nope, you're going to dominate is what you're going to do, Michelle. You're going to dominate. You're going to succeed and beat me is what you're going to do. Listen, no one's going to outcontent me. I've decided to do the craziest thing on planet earth you know i didn't think about that chris i do a lot of stuff i'm about to do all of it satish cut your camera on i'm 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 fit to say something to you i'm fit to tell you what i'm doing and i want you to feel this energy okay i want you to feel this you got a beard now it's going on (laughs) look at that it looks good Oh, thank you. Well, you look like you're from Texas. You just, <laughs> yeah, we just need to put a toothpick in your mouth. And you look like you're from Texas. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. I've decided to do this. Phil say he's got a beard going in there. <laughs> I've decided to do this. Besides all my business content, Justin, all that stuff, I'm going to write one song a day for the next 365 days. And I'm gonna repost it. And I'm gonna show me on camera doing it. I'm gonna do that, period. I am a gifted songwriter. It's just something I've always been able to do. And I am going to do one song a day. So if you saw what I did yesterday, I already got the the next one. It's already done. And I just, Deanna, are you available to talk? Let me see. I I just heard you text me. Let me see. Unmute when you can. All right. I know she was driving. I want, let's get this new, that's see, 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 he feeling me. He feeling me, Justin feeling me. Singing in the background of my Gina voice, (laughs) Kiara. I'm going to do one song a day. You know how hard that is? That's insane. All right, music. Yes, it's very hard. (laughs) Very hard. It's insane. That is absolutely insane. But I'm going to do it. I am. I'm a every single. And let me tell you what I did. I'm going to tell you what made me come up with the idea. Y'all supposed to be stealing from me. 
I'm going through TikTok and I remember telling somebody just go through TikTok for 30 days down. I think that was Pam Norris, you know, download everything, consume it. I'm going through TikTok and I'm trying to figure out, man, how can I use this TikTok like nobody else is using? This is what I'm thinking. How can I use it like nobody else is thinking, using it? And I'm thinking, man, I don't know. And I've been thinking that. And then it dawned on me yesterday. I mean, two days ago. You know what? I could just murder TikTok every day. How about that? How about I just do it every day? Actually, start out, I said once a week. That's what I said first. Once a week. And then my competitiveness said, well, maybe twice a week. And then I sat on that and I said, well, you know, let's just do it every day. You know you're crazy anyway. Just like that. Take it to the limit one more time, the Eagles. Think about that, y'all. That's what I want to do. So at the very least, I'm going to force. Oh, that's, see, see that? You, you see that comment? It says you have helpers. That comment? See? That's, so watch this. That's why I want to. Uh, so, Diana, as soon as you're ready. Soon as you're ready. I'm, I'm so glad. I, I, I'm so glad that happened. Soon as you can. Let me, let me see if she. I'm going to try to call her real quick. Hurry up. Hold on, y'all get to hear me call. Mic check one, two, one, two. Mic check one, two. Get ready, Jerome. Watch this here. Get ready. Get ready. I'm telling you. Nobody's going to work me. Will Smith, Jada Pinkett, Donald Trump, Mary J. Blige, Madonna. Ain't nobody outworking me. Nobody. It's just not going to happen, right? It's just not going to happen. I told Deanna yesterday, well, well, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait because I, I want her to say this up. So I'm going to make sure that that happens. Plus business, plus sales, plus marketing, plus everything, plus this, plus the content I'm already doing. Why? Because I said if I die this year, at least... I died empty. I'm going to make 2020 the first year that I could ever possibly say that 100% of that year I focused only on wealth. Okay, Deanna, you there? No, 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 no. Yes, no. sir. Turn, turn it back on. You had it all, all, all pretty. Oh, good. sorry about that. All right. Now, Mr. I was talking about, I said, hey, come over here. I, well, she, she didn't know what I was doing. Of course, she's happy. No clue. All right. T t tell us how I unfolded real quick, because I, I have a point here. Okay. So he's like, hey, come over here. I have an idea. And I was like, he's, he's, he said, I need to record something. And I was like, oh, okay. He's like, wait, no. He said, no, never mind. I'm going to have to do this. I need to figure out how to do this by myself. Boom. You, you, you nailed it. You slam dunked it, Kobe. Thank you. You, you ain't got nothing to say nothing else. You ain't got... Listen, y'all. When I said I was going to do one song every single day, I told her, come over. And I said, you know what? No, 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 no. She said, no, nah, you know, I'm ready. I said, no, no, no. I need to figure out how to do this 100% by myself. Because we're already 100% quarantined, all that stuff. Don't know what's going to happen. 
but I need to be able to move at my speed. I need to be able to push myself. I need to be able to do this 100% by myself. So that's, so uh, it looks like I got helpers, which I do. I do. I do. Remember two things. I'm going to get Jerome. Remember, I started this off with no help. I started this off with no help. Okay. I started this off by myself. And then I found Timothy in 2011. And then four years later, we found Grace down at the same time. That's how they work. But I said, I'm going to do this without help. Because this goal, I need to be able to do it. It's for me. I'm pushing myself. And I don't want to use anyone as an excuse for why I didn't get it done. Go ahead, Jerome. Um, I just want to let you know that um, I don't like you. Okay. I do that yeah. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like you, Mr. Smith. And the reason I do not like you is when I got to go visit my nephew in Iowa for 20 days, I ended up writing a book. And not only did I write a book for in that 20 days, I wrote a poem every day I was there. And when I got on the plane and came back here, I asked myself, what just happened? If you can write a book in those 20 days and write a poem every day, what happened all those days before then? But here's the deal. And this is why I don't like you. Because I promised myself that I was. <laughs> Get them, Lord. Get them, Lord. <laughs> I promised myself that I was going to, at a minimum, write a poem a week. Mm. when I came back at a minimum, mm. hopefully three times a week. That's what I said. And when I got back here, I did not fulfill that. I did not do that. But when I left there, I knew that the ability to do that was not an issue. And the reason I knew it wasn't an issue is because I counted, Microsoft Word counted those, that book it was over 27,000 words that I wrote in those 20 days. And the poems were like, they were just, some days I'd write three poems, okay? And then I'd skip a day and then write, you know, three. and I'm sitting there going, where was this before? And then here I've come back. Mm -hmm. Didn't keep, didn't do it. And didn't tell anybody. And then here you today, <laughs> open up your mouth Mm -hmm. I do not like you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's all I'm going to say. Good. Gonna... Get him, Lord. Get him. <laughs> Convict him. Jerome. <laughs> Jerome. Jerome. Jerome, he already told you yesterday you was in greatness. I know. Yep. I know. So there you go. I know. Yep. There you go. That's why I don't like him. I don't like that guy. Antonio, I'm going to make a deal with you. I'm going to make uh -huh. a deal with you because you're making all this music stuff, right? Yep. And uh, my son, Jay, who's applying for one of the positions with you, 
mm-hmm. is a musical arrangement. He writes music. He does video- videography and all that stuff. But I sing. So I'm going to make a deal with you. If you make some music at least once a week, I'll do one of those songs. Good stuff. Okay. I'm scared to death for this because I never did anything like this before. But but like but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it, and I I'm can't. saying it here because <laughs> hold, hold accountable. Yeah, it's recorded. Yeah, that's it. We can't wait for exactly. it. Exactly. Can't wait for it. Good job, Kara. Good job. Right, Go ahead, okay. Phil. Go ahead, Phil. Drum. Yes. You can like him. It's his behavior that you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make it worse, Phil. I do, I do that a lot. Let me tell you. I'm, I'm so polarizing. I'm so polarizing. Oh, and, <laughs> oh, folks, and by the way, I sent him an email last night. And you said me? one of the things I said in the email, that, I mean, that email, I sent him a text last night. Oh. And one of the things I said to Antonio was, is that not only do I need to listen and pay attention, I need to execute. Mm. So, yeah, that's why, and that's why I opened up my mouth and, and, and put it out there because. I know that what I just said wasn't just for me. It was for somebody else. I don't know who it was. Cause I didn't want to, I didn't want to be honest about it. I didn't want to, <laughs> but I, I, I could, I couldn't help it. So thanks Antonio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ideas, Go ahead Phil. Ideas are a dime a dozen. It's the people who put them into practice who are priceless. Boom. Yeah. I decided this is the punchline is I decided in 2020, no one's going to outwork me. No. And that's, that's a tall statement because there are people with 60 person crews. Donald Trump could just say something and that's content. His position just allows him to say something and it would be content. You understand? That's, that's a TV interview. That's a blog. It's something. And I'm telling you, I'm going to out-content him. Go ahead, Phil. You already outwork his lazy butt. <laughs> I am absolutely going to out-content everybody. Every single person. Because what I'm going to do I want to set up 20, actually, it's, it's, it's not, that's not even what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about when this is over, whatever that is, doesn't matter when, you know, and I'm not talking about COVID. I'm talking about the restoration of all jobs lost in all nations. So we're talking about a long recovery. I want people during that process to be Googling me. You understand? This is my thought process. But when it's over, I want the internet to have said, I know you were searching for Jerome, but this Antonio guy got so much content up here. We showed you Antonio too. <laughs> it's like I want the internet to have no choice if Jerome said my name one time I want the internet to find it and say we showed you Jerome you may also like Antonio right like just content that's how you do it 
that that's how you do it. Imagine every, every hashtag should lead to you. Come on now. You talking, you talking over there, Carol. You are speaking my ego's language. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Now, here's the process that I thought about. I'm I'm looking out all last week. My team's doing a fantastic job. Like Reggie is he's actually doing something for his sobriety right now. And I bring it up because we try to shout out his sobriety as much as we can. And Grace is taking him. They're doing some fantastic stuff for the sobriety. He's getting, he's such a magnetic character. He's getting a lot of notoriety for how good he's doing. So he's doing something there. And I'm noticing all last week that my people were doing a good job, but they weren't doing a good job for their prosperity for themselves. There's a big difference. It's a big difference. It's a huge difference. I'm not even saying it was working for me. I'm saying you got to be so in tune with your star player, as Cat Williams would say, that you need to say, no, as often as you can. No, I won't eat that. No, I'm not watching that. I can't tell you how many times I walk around and I put in my headphones because something is distracting me. If I told y'all how many books I've read since quarantine, you wouldn't even believe me. Just know that there's not a day that has gone by that I have not completed at least once book, one book that's print or audio. Not, there hasn't been a day that's gone by where I have not completed at least one book. Now I've gotten, so I, I keep, so I've got three main phones. One is for India, shout out to Satish for making that happen. And I've got these two here. Now, the books wasn't fast enough for me, Jerome. This is honestly not truth. The, 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 what, what happened, Steve, is I start reading the books. And when you read that many in such a short time, information starts to repeat itself. <clears throat> so I'm like, man, I got I to gotta do something else. I, I got I to gotta do something. I got to figure it out. I love podcasts. So I've divided my two phones up with podcasts, but it depends on my mindset. This has a certain mindset. We won't even talk about this one. This one, irrelevant. This one has only, I went and cut, I did it so good that I went and even decluttered Deanna's podcasting. This only has five podcasts on it. This one, this one got like too many. I can't, too many. This one just got five. I went pick the most, I said, what are the most five things that are going to push me to a hundred billion dollars as far as my awareness perceives it right now? It's a podcast on here called, it's, it's about technology. It's everything new in technology. 
I get daily updates. It's called Tech Me. It's kind of designed for your ride home. You can kind of see it. Tech Me. Okay. I got Abraham Hicks. She is the only person of spiritual person development on this. It's just one. I got one per category. I got Gary V. I'm sorry, I got I got four. I got four. I got Gary V. And I got Jordan B. Peterson, psychology. If you don't know who Jordan Peterson is, you should. And all I do is I rotate my mindset from books to podcasts to my dreams. I can tell you for sure there is about 98% of my day accounted for towards my $100 billion. There's about 2%. That's not. I'm working on that. I just don't know where it's at. It's in my blind spot. I don't... I don't know where it is. <laughs> it's in my blind spot. I, I need to, you know, somebody's got to tell me. <laughs> you know, I need something bad to happen so I can see it, right? It's in my blind spot. It's in my blind spot. My 11-year-old came up to me yesterday and he was saying something. And I'm in the middle of my thing. I'm doing this so much that they are adopting my habits. And I don't even, I didn't even know it was happening until they already act like me. So God, God bless the world. It's one Antonio is enough. You know, I don't, <laughs> my fault. When I gave y'all two more, my fault. <laughs> but he's playing this video game. It's called NBA 2K. He's 11. Now NBA 2K, you ate him. Is Aiden up? Probably not. He's probably asleep. He puts it on Hall of Fame. Hardest level possible. Hardest level possible. All right? Hardest level possible. No one wants to play on Hall of Fame because we like winning, right? And if you don't win, it, it, it pisses you off. I, I don't really know. What, I was looking for a, a more studious word, but that really is what it does. So you put on Hall of Fame, and you got to go through this learning curve of getting your face beat in 30-something games before you just start dominating. It's, it's hard. It's, it's incredibly hard. He saw me. I was playing. I put on Hall of Fame. I said, man, buddy, I'm getting ready to go to the park. It's got this online community. We call it, it's called the Park Rec Center. And he saw me put on Hall of Fame, and I had an A+, plus, and he was just wild by that. Yesterday. He calls me in his room, say, Daddy, look, I got 110 points on Hall of Fame. Never done that. Then he went to the online community, because remember, he wants to be a big gamer. That's all he wants to be is a big gamer. He goes to the online community, and he gets into the rec center, which, which is part of the game. It's just, this is all online, the best players of the world, the worst players of the world. It's just a mixture of them. He gets in there and he drops 47 points 
online and gets an A plus, which is near impossible. That's, that's almost impossible to do because you're playing with four other people. That means you either have to completely ball hog and do that and then everyone will quit or you, you're just so much on fire. Everyone's just passing it to you because if they pass it, they get points too and all that stuff. And here's what happened. This boy in two weeks somehow then got better than me at the game that I just taught him how to play and I've been playing it for the last three years. Because I always tell them, dominate. I don't care. I don't care. Whatever it is, if you're going to lose, you dominate losing, right? Like, whatever it is, I say the same thing all the time. They get tired of me saying it. I tell them, don't be a sore loser and don't be a sore winner. I'd say both exist, right? When you win, don't make people feel bad because you won. That's sore winning, right? And don't be a freaking sore loser. I tell them all the time. So now... According to NBA 2K for Xbox, <clears throat> his ranking, and you know, they got the, he's one of the best players in the world. He's 11 years old. Antonio, ask him what his strategy was to beat you. Yeah, I'm going to have to ask. Probably beating his daddy face in. Where he's <laughs> Can I ask something? Yes, sir. I feel like that's a whole life lesson. That's why I said it, sir. <laughs> and I've been making myself do that often. It's like a lot of, most people rather have things that they can easily overcome, but you don't actually become better unless you go through challenges and struggle. It's like nothing different from going in the weight room or any part of life. When you get challenged against, uh, let's say, opponent, things like that, it forces you outside of your comfort zone to start figuring things out. And then once you figure it out, then you start dominating. But a competitor, and I'm going to use, like, for example, like let's say Jordan, he will find like the next hardest thing because in his competitive nature, he doesn't just want to settle. It's like, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? But as you keep doing that over and over again, that's how you get better and better. Never compromising or settling just over just one victory. You're always looking for something more. Well, that was better than anything I could have said. I'm telling y'all, let's, let's, let's land the plane. Like, receive this in all your spirits. I told this man, talking about my son, he's 11, he'll be 12 on Halloween. His birthday's on Halloween. I told him, don't let nobody outplay you in this game. This is what I told him. I said, now, I don't mean effort. I mean, assume, I don't mean talent. I said, if they play, you need to play. When they sleep, you need to be up. If you want to be best at this game, nobody needs to outplay you. The same way I'm telling y'all, no one's going to outcontent me. It's the same way I told an 11-year-old kid. No one better outcontent him in that game. Now, I can tell you for sure, 
and I, and the last thing I told them about the game, I said, because cause I said typically a new game comes out in about August. And if you're good at this one, you're going to be good at the next one. And you're going to start off. Everyone's going to be even again. And you're going to start off with that skill set. And no one's going to be able to beat you. And you need to get one of the top-ranked people and get on 2K TV. Y'all have to know what that means. Just know it's the big deal. Just like that. Go ahead, Michelle. I saw you unmute your mic. Michelle? There you go. I can hear you now. Oh, I'm sorry. That was not done on purpose. I just... Okay. No worries. We just glad you went in the restroom, you know. <laughs> go ahead, Phil. Antonio, I want to encourage everybody uh, for tonight to be on the call and to get a couple of their friends to be on the call because it's going to be a special call. I've been reading the book by Michael Burt, Inside the Mind of a Monster. And here's how he defines monster. A legendary creeper that dominates, hmm, where did we hear that word before? The market. <laughs> he really has broken down how you can take this path of going from a basic skill and then labor, layer things on top of it to get to where you're going. And we're going to cover that tonight on the, on the call. So be on the call. And if you have somebody you think could be valuable, get this information, have them on the call. Because I promise tonight's going to be a special night. So all of you, we got. That's perfect, Phil. That's perfect. I'm so happy. Deanna, yeah. I'm going to take a screenshot of my screen as I see it. Just make sure everyone here gets that information. And then, of course, you know, you can make it, make it public. Make it public. Make it public. Ladies and gentlemen. Don't let nobody outwork you. I am going to outcontent everybody. It's personal. And I'm going to have a problem if you outcontent me. Antonio, hold on, let me, let, me, let, let, let me end with that. Charmone, go ahead. I saw you put your head up. Let me, let me go ahead. We'll, we'll be out of here less than, less than five. That was an accident. I'm sorry. Okay, no worries. Probably Michelle too's accident. Michelle, you want to say something this time? Yes. All right. So you would now. Okay, go ahead. She's out the bathroom now, y'all. She's out the bathroom. <laughs> no, I just got in for work. <laughs> I was coming in the house. <laughs> um, it's funny that you, you know, that this was the topic of conversation today, because Antonio, you know how I've been pushing. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness! So. Today, I will get no sleep at all. What's up? Well, for the next two days, actually. I work because of working overnight. Got off this morning. I actually have signings to do in between. I go back this evening, get off. I go back this evening, get off tonight, go back in the early, early morning, and then signings and stuff. So, I'm steady pushing, and I, that actually that is my thought. I gotta get it by any means necessary. I gotta do it. So that is it, it, the topic of conversation. Actually, was just like literally right on time, right yeah. on point. Good. That's the universe talking to you. Listen, I don't care if y'all get eight hours of sleep. You can get ten hours of sleep a day. Take all the sleep you want, but when you wake up, you need to have maximized, sustained, consistent energy towards your wealth 
period. If, if you sleep six hours a day, do not sacrifice your sleep. You do what you want. But when you're up, nobody shall outwork you. Nobody shall outwork you. Antonio, it's no competition. It's my last thoughts. No competition, Antonio. It ain't no competition. I'm not telling y'all I'm competing with y'all. I'm just telling you, you bet not compete with me. Because <laughs> you're going to activate even more of what's going on in my head. <laughs> I'm not looking at nobody. I ain't worried about nobody. But if I see you in my reality, trying to outrun me on this treadmill, I'm going to die before I let you out-content me. That's my mindset. Period. Those who are obsessed with that kind of greatness get it. That's Think and Grow Rich. That's Jordan. Kobe, I believe, is what Chris put in the chat. This is what it is. And I'm so glad that I figured out how to do it all myself yesterday because Deanna had an emergency today and she's not available. So now I got to get it done. You understand what I'm saying? I got to get it done. <clears throat> Don't let anybody out content you. That's my media. Antonio T. Smith Jr. You can't plant better. You can dominate. All right, everybody. Don't forget to see you on the call with Phil and Susan. Get money and have fun. Have fun, get money. <laughs> we'll see you on that call. You'll get the information. All right, ladies and gentlemen, love you more. See you next time, everybody. I'm not sure if you already know this, but you're already absolutely perfect. You're already absolutely great. And you're already living in massive abundance. The most important things that you have is not what you have. It's not what you do. It's what you know. Because the people who do know what you need to know to leave the middle class, they're in the top 1% and they control 96% of the world's income. 97% of this world is trading time for money and that is not the way to become rich, it's not the way to become wealthy, and it is absolutely not the way to leave the middle class. There are 7.8 billion people in the world right now and they all want to learn how to make money and how to leave the middle class. But the way to become a master at anything is to learn all the rules and then bend them to your favor. Right now in this world, there are 2,057 billionaires. Right now. So if you think becoming a billionaire is, a, is impossible, that's 2,057 people that have already proved that impossibility incorrect. And if you think that's crazy, there are 46.8 million millionaires in the world, worldwide right now. Now think about that. 46.8 million millionaires, and that number grows 1,730 millionaires every single day. Money is everywhere. You don't need to max out your credit cards. You don't need to borrow from granddad and grandma. Just look behind me. Look at all the wealth sitting behind me in this junkyard. It's insane how much money is everywhere, and you don't need to go out there and beg, bar, and steal to get it. You just need to know the rules of making money and how to leave the middle class. Essentially, all you need to know is the algorithm of making money, the rules of making money. All you need to know is what to do and how to do it, and you can leave the middle class. Any industry, yoga, golf, underwater basket weaving, clipping fingernails, it doesn't matter. 
All you have to do is know how to do it, how to get it done, and then find somebody to teach you how to do it, how to get it done, and you will be able to leave the middle class. If you're not getting my point, it's real simple. Whatever you have up here, as long as you understand the rules of leaving the middle class, as long as you understand how to get money, you can take what's up here and get wealthy for what you already have. Right now, the very thing you know up here is already being searched a thousand times a second on Google. Someone right now, actually 1,730 people right now, are gonna become a millionaire from the stuff that you have in your head. Why can't this be you? I mean, it's 1,730 people with your ideas that are no better than you, that are gonna leave the middle class, become a millionaire. Why are you not next? So how do we do this? How do we take what you know and apply it to objective money-making secrets and then allow you to leave the middle class? How do we take you from where you are and let you escape to where you wanna go? So how do we make all this money or take all this knowledge from the Warren Buffers, from the Elon Musk, how do we take everything that everyone before you has done and how do we take all of that and then put it in your head so you can leave a legacy for your family? My name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. 32 years ago, I lived in a trash can. That's right, from six to 14, I had no running water, no electricity, no anything, and somehow I'm in the top 1% today not because I had the right background, not because I had a silver spoon in my mouth, simply because being homeless made me learn how to make money. I retired when I was 29 years old. I'm more than likely younger than you. I'm one of the top 1% income earners in one of the richest countries in the world. What I learned how to do when I was six years old was learn how to generate enough money to eat some cookies so I wouldn't die to death from starvation. From there, I learned how to go from cookies to a meal from a meal to clothes, to clothes, to shelter, to everything else that supplied my necessary needs. When I was six, I was forced to learn how to make money, and now that's what I'm gonna do and help you do. I've seen amazing results. I have my own economy, I've homeschooled my own children, and I wrote a book that teaches you every single thing that I know about making money, every single thing that other people know about making money, and most importantly, all the stuff that we don't tell you. Because the truth is, and you know it like I know it, the most honest, the most hardworking, unselfish people on planet Earth live in the middle class. Yet, your honesty, your unselfishness, your devout religion going self is not enough to get to the top 1% and that's not fair. The second half of my life has been not about how much money I make, but how I will be remembered from all the money that I have made. And I've been trying to teach everybody how to get out the middle class. I'm the crazy guy famous on the internet for trying to create 100,000 millionaires. I've created eight so far. I got a ninth one on the way, all the way from India. That's pretty cool. And what I want to tell you is something very simple. It's been hard. It's been absolutely hard to help people leave the middle class, not because of the people, because the system would rather keep you being someone else's money instead of you having your own economy and having the money come find and flow to you. It was frustrating because I knew that anybody can make money. And if you knew what I knew, you would change your life. Over the last few years, I built a large following of over half a million people every month that pay me 
to actually, for me, to give them advice. Well, that's been exciting for me. And the cool thing is, I've created thousands of six-figure earners. I've created millionaires. I've created people who can live their dreams and hold on to their legacies. And now my eyes are on you to create you to what you need to be great. I have been teaching my principles and these principles to hundreds of thousands of people around the world, every country, all continents, and anyone who has taken them seriously, written them down and applied them, have a 100% success rate of leaving the middle class. I've taught these secrets to my following and my inner network, and I've watched them go from four figures to five figures, five figures to six figures, seven figures all the way to eight. Everything that I've ever learned, everything I've ever learned from millionaire mentors, billionaire mentors, and everything I learned from being homeless, and everything that got me into the top 1%, I have placed inside of a book. To date, it is the longest book that I've ever written, the most best book that I've ever written, and that book is called The Richest Man and the Trash Can, and I'm offering it to you today for free. This book is gonna show you how to become wealthy into the top 1% and leave the middle class. This book is gonna give you a step-by-step -step plan if you're 30 years old, all the way to 70 years old, how to get into the top 1%. If you're a teenager, how to get to the top 1%. If you're a millennial, how to get to the top 1%. It's gonna teach you how to make six figures immediately, teach you how to get to a million dollars immediately, and all that good stuff. Plus, I'm gonna give you the 36 objective laws of leaving the middle class. Plus, I'm gonna give you every last one of my secrets that have made me rich. You have to understand that leaving the middle class is the most important fight that you're gonna have in your life. And to be honest with you, and you can kind of relate to this, it almost takes $450,000 a year just to be broke in America. And that's just in America. If you don't leave the middle class, which is actually an illusion, then you are gonna have a really hard time. Think about it for a second. Some of, most of you are gonna be watching this are gonna be baby boomers, and you've been sold a bad check. They lied to you. Your retirement was not enough for you to live comfortable, and I'm gonna give you this book for free so you can figure out how to triple your retirement and then quadruple your retirement, and then as Grant Cardone would say, 10 extra retirement so you can live the life that's worthy of you. I want you to remember that leaving the middle class is the most important battle that you could ever face in your entire life, especially for your family. So consider this video, this book, your friendly tap on the shoulder. I wanna send you a free copy of this book because I believe that abundance is your birthright. I believe that abundance is freedom. And I believe that this book is right for you. In fact, I believe in that so much that I will send you the book for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. I'll eat the cost, I'll take the loss, and all you have to do is get the book and dominate your reality right now and apply the principles so you can be the best person for your life that is yours. Fill out the form sitting right there to the right. Go ahead, dominate your reality. I can't wait to send you my book. I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to have you as someone that's been on the journey with me. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate.